Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Welcome to Pit Stop. Joining me today is Greg Zakowitz. You may have heard me on his podcast, OmniSense Carton Ciders, where he asked me what food I would eat for the rest of my life. And without hesitation, to the surprise of absolutely no one, I said burritos. Maybe we can insert a little audio clip here or head over to the Carton Ciders podcast. Check out that episode because in the same place that you find that, you'll find a ton of research, which we're going to be going over today. Uh, and the next few episodes of Pit Stop, so make sure you're subscribed. We're going to be talking about email and marketing automations, SMS, and push notifications as well. So, Greg, welcome to Pit Stop. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm fired up to to chat about these today. Lucas, it is great to be here, and thanks so much for having me. So, I, I look forward to. Uh, I, like I always say, I could geek out about this stuff all day long. So, I look forward to uh, kind of talking through some of this and, and figuring out where we can hit the sweet spot for a conversation today. Me too. And uh, just for anyone new new listening, and, and for you, Greg, a uh, little, little refresher. Each episode uh, of Pit Stop, eight to fifteen minutes, where we record it in sort of three batches. So parts one, two, and three. And my my uh, my gimmick, my wedge, whatever you want to call it as a marketer, is that if this episode doesn't help you as a merchant make an extra hundred bucks, well, hit me where it hurts with a one star review on Apple. So that's my uh, my challenge to you, Greg, is we have to get at least a hundred dollars worth of value. But looking at these stats, I think it will be much, much more than that in these next few episodes. I, I can hopefully deliver, but I tend to ramble. So the 15 minutes we're going to be pushing it here. So I'm going to let you jump right into it if we can. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's do it. So uh, I'm, ta- I have the stats in front of me right now. And I did a previous episode about the birthday abandonment or birthday abandonment, uh, the birthday automation, which has a 10.58, conversion rate. And 2% of the email sent out will be automated, but they account for 30% of the revenue. So if a listener only took away one thing from that, Greg, what would you do say that they should set up? And we were talking a little bit about browse abandonments and how quite a bit of it has almost become table stakes now that that everyone can or should be doing. So maybe let's level it up a little bit and assume that maybe the uh, card abandonment or even a welcome series is set up. And so some of those 201 marketing, uh, email marketing automations to increase revenue, what would you say with some of that uh, published and anecdotal data that you have would be a, would be a smart choice? Yeah, I think when you look at, well, first, any automation, you mentioned birthday with a 10, just over 10% conversion rate out of all the automated messages sending, that's the worst performing one. So if you think yep. about that, a 10% conversion rate is, I don't want to say bad because it's good. But you think about how much more you can do. I think when we talk about automation, you're right. You know, 30% of revenue last year, over 10 billion emails uh, driven by less than 2% of email sent. So if you are a retailer, a merchant, uh, solopreneur, store owner looking to increase sales in an automated fashion, this is the way to do it. 
So we talk about specific messages. The, the, the place I would start is obviously a welcome message. You've been hearing it for, I don't know, 15 years now. Uh, welcome messages last year, over 50% conversion rate. There's a reason for that. I can get into that. So that's a no-brainer. Uh, card abandonment, a second no-brainer. We have people so close to a purchase. A lot of people are doing card abandonment now. Some are still not doing it. Just because you do it doesn't mean you need to be offering incentives and things like that. We can talk through some of that if you want, but that's a no-brainer. And then you mention it, right? Product slash browse abandonment. This is kind of the new kid. I don't say new kid on the block, but this is the new card abandonment, if you will. And that's something that I say you should absolutely do. Other reasons for that as well. And then those are the three I would start with. If you get those, you're going to cover some pretty good ground. And then you can kind of toss up between like post-purchase, lapse purchase. I always like post-purchase before lapse purchase, and I can get into that if you want to. But welcome, cart, browse, slash product abandonment, whichever one of those you want to do. I think those are the three essentials that you need to do now. And I'm happy to kind of dive into why I, I feel that is. Uh, but they're going to convert for you, right? Welcome, over 50% conversion rate last year. Cart. Uh, you know, over 30% and browse and, and product both over 17%, but high opens, high clicks associated with all this stuff as well. Which, and let's not uh, devalue a 50% conversion because that is in, insane. If, uh, if it's I nuts. Get, like, it's like flipping a coin. If it's heads, you, you get a hundred bucks. So I, so I saw that uh, I, I've been doing this for a long time, right? I was doing consulting. I, I've looked at you know, hundreds of client accounts. And when I, uh, we got that during Q1, I'm like, yeah, there's no way this is going to hold true. And then Q2, I'm looking at stats. I'm like, okay, this thing's holding up. And then Q3, like, there's no way I, you gone to my head. I would have never said 50% conversion rate for a year for a message. And we're talking about millions and millions of sends. Yeah. Uh, it's not a few, a uh, handful of merchants who got really lucky. It's not like no, Seth Rogen's house plant, uh, car yeah. cigarette lighter it's not like that big stupid product launch that's converting and i mean i say that but he's probably gonna make uh more money off that than than i ever did as a merchant but it's it's for merchants like like myself and hopefully listeners that can see the results of just taking an afternoon to put the content in and let it be profitable year-round yeah. And by the way, all these numbers are improvements over 2019 numbers as well. So you talk about the trends in the industry, trends in e-commerce, trends in the importance of channels like email, like, you know, that narrative like email is dead or it's dying or something that's going to replace it. It's just not true. We're seeing it get better year over year. So <laughs> it's like saying that, that emails, the email is dead. And it's, uh, the 24 year old star athlete who's not even entered their prime yet. It's still so early and in, in growing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, the, the companies who are finding success doing it are the ones doubling down on it and realizing that, yeah, we can do these things. And I think the important thing here is, I had this conversation with someone last week. I have it all the time. You probably have it all the time, mm -hmm. Lucas. It's like, okay, th that's great. I want to do these things, but I don't have either the resources or the time or the know-how to actually implement it. I always tell people, like, it, it, sound, it might sound complex. It's not complex at all. This is actually really easy to do as long as you have a game plan for it. And if you don't have a game plan, it's still easy to do, but you just might be uh, scratching your head a little bit with like, what's the right strategy here or where do I start? But these are really simple things to figure out. 
the tools are available to you now where you can just go in like templates are built for you. You just kind of drop and drag and like, all right, this thing's sending for you. So the tools have really caught up to make the ease of use so much better than they were even five years ago. Oh, and it's, I got started. I, I use MailChimp like, like everyone else, but it wasn't enough for me five years ago. Uh, so if you are still on MailChimp, please uh, check out OmniSend. Uh, I tried Active Campaign. I used Clavio for a long time and I just had issues with multiple stores. And when I was setting up OmniSend for Rolled Up, it was just really buttery and easy to do. The prep work can be done on a piece of scrap paper to say, here's email one, two, three, four. You go back, listen to the previous episodes with Chase Diamond. He walks you through what that welcome flow can look like. And you know your product and your customers. It's even starting with just basic text before you put in the images and the blocks, you can do it in probably two hours. Yeah. Yeah. If not, I mean, if not easy, if not sooner. Right. So, I mean, templates, email templates already built, just drop and drag, right. You could, you can code it. You can do a WYSIWYG if you want, right. These things are really easy to do. The workflows are kind of all, you know, again, the workflows are templatized for you. You can make customizations as much as you want to them, but like you click a button, you got a workflow. You click a couple buttons, you got a message in there. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I've set these things up in in less than half an hour before. You yeah, know, from soup to nuts, right? And, and had the thing sending. So not hard to do whatsoever. So let's talk a little bit about why the the welcome flow converts so well. Because I would just I I'm just I know that we said we'd get into sort of the more of the the advanced tactics, but I'm just so curious as to why it converts so well and why it's so critical for for everyone to to have. Yeah, and I I think this comes down to I'm I'm going to say the proverbial customer journey, but it's kind of important in this instance. So welcome messages are not new; they've been around for uh, 20 years now. Uh, you know, the, the approach has always been, hey, you should be sending a welcome series. Well, the welcome series strategies have changed over the years. Best practices are no longer, in my opinion, best practices, but there's some things that are tried and true. So the one thing where I think the industry has changed, and this is really consumer shopping has changed, is email is not a new channel anymore. People know what it is. They know they're going to get uh, potentially incentives from email or discounts. Right. And now everyone has a pop up. So if I'm a user, Greg, and I go to buy a new pair of shoes or something, I go to XYZ website, I get a pop up to join the email list. Now I know what this is, right? So you may be advertising an incentive for me, you may not be advertising incentive. But if I step back and say, okay, why is Greg on my website? Well, he's not there to you know, I'm not there to read like your brand story or to see if you have a social account. I, I might do those things. I'm there mm-hmm. because I probably want a pair of shoes. Yep. Right? I, I already have a shopping mindset. So we've been trained to get discounts and welcome messages. So sure, I have a mindset to shop. I'm going to sign up for email. I'm going to see if there's a discount in there. Maybe you promised me the discount. So I know it's coming, but mm-hmm. I want that discount. They're there to shop. Right. Whether they shop with you or somewhere else, at some point they're buying a new pair of shoes. Greg is buying a pair of shoes. So that's one of the, I mean, that's your primary reason for welcome messages converting more. They're there to shop. Now I'm going to go there. I might get an incentive. I might not, but chances are, if I want to go back to the website, I'm going to click through that message. Sometimes you get the attribution because you're clicking through. It's an easy path to success. Sometimes I need to click through to have the uh, incentive applied. Sometimes I am not ready to buy right there and then. And then a day or two later, I go, yep. And where do I go? Well, I'm not going right to my search bar and typing it in. I'm going to email because that is my trusted place for 
product discovery, brand discovery, whatever it might be. That's my go-to. I go to the email and I click through. So while you're seeing it, it becomes an important kind of linchpin for that customer experience, that, that purchase journey. So without the email, sure, I might go to my web browser, I might type it in, I might do another search, but now I run the risk of paid search ads from other companies or retargeting from other companies that are, are you know, tracking my, my web behavior, right? I'm going to be followed around with a pair of shoes for the next four months on every single ad I get. Mm-hmm. The welcome message solves that, right? It is my go-to place for an email is now go-to place. And that's, I think that's why you're seeing the conversion so high on it. It's it's more from like this, hey, let me tell you about our brand to, hey, I know you're shopping. Let me help you shop. Right? Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's that simple. It goes back to what we said on your podcast. It's sometimes customer support is supporting your customers to make a purchase. Yes. Like sometimes Absolutely. That, that's just what you, what you, hey, can I help you with anything? Yeah, I'd love to give you some money. And it's, uh, we're talking in the green room, buying a bike this season has been insane and you'd almost think that these retailer that retailers who are about to get a new customer for life would say you know uh we're just everywhere is sold out but let me let me follow up with you as we get more more stuff do you want to be notified when when we do have inventory like let me help you get on a bicycle and that i think could be what we talk about in the next couple episodes with SMS and push notifications to uh, to set the table a little bit. But first, the card abandonment and is like we said is pretty self-explanatory of why it works so well. But what about the browse and product abandonment? Because that's uh, I think the card abandonment abandonment a few years ago was, was pretty new, but a lot of brands are are doing it. It's not necessarily. New and it could, might even be the first or second automation that you put in. But what about the browse and product abandonment? Why is that one so powerful? What are some best practices for for brands and, and merchants to to roll that out? Yeah, thanks for thanks for circling back to the, the browse and product. So this is what is really interesting with browse and product, and this is where e commerce businesses you want to try to maximize your automated email channel to drive revenue while you sleep, right? We always say at OmniSend, increase sales, not the workload. And that's what automation is designed to do. That's what our platform is designed to do. Browse and product is interesting because, again, we, we talk about that proverbial customer experience. This is what it does. It's like the epitome of a relevant message at the relevant time to the relevant consumer, right? You get that, that natural talking point. It is an automated segmented message is what it is, and it's a promotional message. So for those that maybe don't know or are not familiar with what this is, think about like an online window shopper. I go check out that pair of shoes. I don't actually cart a product, but I'm looking at either a specific pair of shoes or a category shoes, and I leave the website, right? If we, I've signed up for your emails, I, you've tracked me as an email subscriber, you can then send me an automated message based on either a category of product I'm viewing or a specific product I'm viewing, maybe like, hey, come on back. Now think about it. we've been hearing about segmentation for I don't know the last 20 years or so with email. And segmentation tools are really cool. If you segment your uh, email campaigns, you're going to see higher revenues, right? Because it's it's a, a more relevant message at a more relevant time. These this is an autumn way to segment. And the problem with segmentation that a lot of uh, businesses have is they can't sustainably and scalably do it. So if, say I've got five different. I want to send an email four times a week and I've got five different segments that are, you know, are, are key to me. I now need 
you know, five messages for those four. So I have 20 messages a week versus four messages a week. Well, if I've got one or two people on my email team and that are also doing other things, like I can't do that every single week. It's just too much time. No, and this, a lot of it too is the the data from people clicking through emails and just not adding it to cart. So maybe it's a new product launch. Maybe yeah. it's, it's a back in stock notification and people just browse it on the, their phone. Um there's always that that stat of oh how many people use their smartphone in the bathroom maybe they're just taking a quick 30 second break check their phone check their email click it want to buy it but then just forget about it because they go back to work or whatever they're doing in their day exactly and this is where these messages fill in they are segmented messages based on consumer behavior based on my behavior with your website that you know i have an interest in again why is greg checking out this pair of shoes. Well, cause he wants to buy some shoes or he's interested in buying shoes or he's really curious about buying some shoes, but the buy is in there somewhere. Right? So they, they, they showed some purchase intent. Exactly. So these messages trigger off to them at whatever timing you want the relevant segmented message, right? Time. So here's the question that retailers used to say, uh, give me all the time when I was doing consulting, you still get them now when you do uh, presentations. I don't want to bother my customers. I, I don't want to impede them. My response is always, well, are you going to send them a message anyways? And they, they always pause for a second and say, well, yeah. I'm like, okay, is that a targeted segmented message? And chances are they're going to be like, well, no, it's my, it's my Tuesday promotion. All right, well, wouldn't you rather send the segmented message? And the answer is always yes, right? You're giving these leading questions, but it really puts in the mindset, you're going to send them a message anyways. Wouldn't you rather be it segmented, very targeted, that is specific to something the user is actually doing? The answer is yes. These messages fill that gap. And ultimately what you wanna do, well, you don't necessarily want to do, but most companies do, is you don't wanna be reliant on, I say bash and blast messages, but you don't wanna be reliant on your promotional messages. You want your automated messages to drive a lot of that revenue and increase your sales. And your scheduled promotional messages augment those things, right? They're a complementary tool to it rather than the reliance on it. And that is the beauty of these messages. And you've been seeing an increase in product and browse abandonment over the years, uh, past couple of years. A lot of companies are doing them now, but the tools are so easy to do. Again, plug and play automations on these things are now available. You don't need third parties to do them. And that's really why they're so impactful and so powerful. And it's kind of a new cart right? Everyone's going to be doing them a, a year or two from now, but mm -hmm. a lot are already doing it. When even as a, uh, as a shopper on, on any marketplace, maybe you just take a look at a few different options and it's narrowing down from if you have 12, 12 shoes or hats or gloves or whatever it is down to maybe three or two that they want to choose between. Yep. And, you know, so I mentioned before as well, right? What happens when you go there, you're going to be followed around by an ad for the next four months to buy X, Y, Z, right? So companies are paying for retargeting. This kind of serves as also like a retargeting purpose. What's it cost you to send an email? I don't know, a cent, a quarter fraction of a cent, right? What's it cost you to do a retargeting ad on Facebook? Well, it's more than a cent. I'll tell you that much, right? So Facebook could still be a great retargeting channel for you integrate it with your, you know, you could do that. You can integrate those ads right into the same workflow as a product abandonment email or a browse abandonment email, but it's an easy cost-effective solution to retarget someone and get back in front of their eyes. But again, it's relevant. And sure, you know, you said it, Lucas, right? Very few people are going unless they know exactly what they want to buy and there's a specific need for it. They're going to shop around. Like that's just, it, it's life, right? Mm -hmm. We have to recognize that they're going to shop around 
this serves as that relevant message to kind of draw them back into the fold. Yeah. And you know what? Shoppers who do shop around probably return products less because they've done their research and decided to, to choose you. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Well, Greg, I think that we've generated at least $100 of, of new revenue for, for listeners. Let's wrap it up and make sure you're subscribed for the next episode where we go over SMS and some of those automations as well because it's not an email killer, but it's something to use in tandem. It's still, um, a lot of brands are still just, just starting out with it. So if you are, you know, a, a business doing sort of two to 5 million and, and want to get to 10 million in, in revenue this year or, or start to approach eight figures in, in sales, it's a great opportunity to tap into your existing customers, your existing lists and grow that way as well. Email, SMS, web push notifications. Email, SMS, push notifications. Email, SMS, push notifications. Are you getting it yet? An omni-channel marketing approach has never been easier, more profitable than with OmniSend. Omni meaning multi and send meaning send. If it's time to upgrade your marketing automation suite, and stop monkeying around, head to omnisend.com. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.